region. <laughs> I almost said scam. <laughs> Man, I am batting a thousand today. <laughs> uh, yes, this is Cries in Norwegian, and I am Gabby. And I'm Liska. Thank God I know that name. And right now, as you're listening to this, I am probably in Italy. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) And in preparation for that, I decided, you know what? I'm going to watch Scam Italia. And I watched it in two days, guys. I think they're up to episode nine right now. So I'll look. And I just want to share a couple of thoughts, my impressions about it in general. Uh, well, first of all, I'm going to say I was in Italy in a study abroad program 10 years ago, I feel old, <laughs> where I spent four weeks in a little town in the middle of nowhere in Italy. And uh, part of the program was we interacted with kids from high school, from Liceo, like they call it here, mm-hmm. uh, who were 17 or 18. He actually been to a, we went to a bunch of 18-year-old uh, birthday parties uh, that <laughs> summer. Wait, how old were you? You were also 18, right? Yeah, we were all freshmen or sophomores in college. College. So we oh, okay, were like okay. 18, 19, 20 at the oldest. Really? You weren't in high school. <laughs> well, no, I wasn't in high school. It was a college thing. Got it, yeah. Yeah. Basically, over the course of, I think it's like four to six weeks, I can't remember anymore, you do the equivalent of a year of Italian. Wow. Uh, yeah. So that's why, that's why I had to write 10 pages uh, later on. <laughs> I was intrigued by it because I technically have a minor in Italian. What? How am I just hearing about this for the first time? Yeah, it's called a citation in at Harvard, and it's basically you take the minimum requirements to say you're fluent in it. Got uh, it. Okay. So, so wait, can you can you follow along without reading subtitles? I can for most of it. I would never say I'm fluent, but uh, yeah, I, I can follow but it. Certainly for, conversational. Like you yeah, can go yeah. there and get by. I could I could go there and get by. Mm-hmm. I get it. It's also similar to Spanish, guys. So I can. <laughs> uh, and Spanish <laughs> is my first language. So I took it in high school for a little while, and then I stopped, and then I took it in college again, and so I. I, I Italian for me is a lot of great memories from high school with my friends where we had different jokes about different ways of pronouncing words. Uh, allora does not mean ahora. It's really hard to remember that. When we want to say no now, we always say allora because uh-huh. that's what it, it's very similar to how you say it in Spanish. But it actually means so. So it's a different, oh. it's a different thing. <laughs> very different. Where are we going? Allora. Uh, okay. <laughs> And then in college, I took it, I went to Italy, and I took it. So, again, I was, I'm coming from a place where I have some knowledge of Italian culture. So I think they do a good job of capturing Italian culture within the, the world of season one of Scam and uh-huh. all that. So little things like they don't use Facebook or text messages. They use WhatsApp. Uh, ah, nice one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, just the small things, obviously, like greeting each other with kisses, with the two kisses. Uh-huh. The very, very much making fun of the fact that the buses are never on time. Uh, <laughs> Oh, it's still a problem in Italy. I remember that from my summer. Like, I w- we would we would have class in the morning, and then we would have, like, a lot of time off, and then maybe we would have class in the afternoon, but we would go to the, we, it was a beach town, so we would uh-huh. go, to, we would take the bus down to the beach basically every day after class, and it was like, why look at a schedule? You're just going to stand there, and sometimes, no matter what. and then sometimes you'll wait for 20 minutes, and they won't show up, so you'll just walk to the beach instead, and that's... Still a thing. And this is taking place in Rome. Right. Uh, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, also, most of the events are not on Friday. They're on Saturday. Interesting. Yes. I wonder if in Italy kids don't go out on Fridays as much? Or I don't know. Uh, another Apparently another uh, thing that I did not know but I've noticed is that they the actors are not teenagers. They've done the kind of CW thing where oh, they cast they, people in their uh-huh. 20s. So it's funny. In their pictures, they look very young. Yeah, they They're do well look young. chosen. Yeah. So I would just want to say that I think Italian 
Italians are beautiful. Mm. Uh, so I find everyone all around pleasing to the eye. Uh-huh. So I'm enjoying that. I think everyone uh, is great. And overall, I was trying to get a sense of whether or not people like this adaptation. And it seems that they do. And it seems like they like all of the changes. And a conversation that we have off of you and I before we started recording was that I think this feels like the writers heard a lot of the criticisms of Scam and sort of like responded to them. So for example, in the moment where Eva, her name is Eva here too, uh-huh. uh, kisses uh, kisses uh, Penetrator Chris, whose name is here is Fede, Federico, and then she sees Vilde in here named... Uh, Sylvia, who is sad because she's found out that William is kissing this other girl, uh-huh. she goes and comforts her. She does, Interesting. She doesn't make the choice to, I, I can't, this is too much, I have to go. Mm-hmm. She she stops over, she says, hey, do you want to leave? I'm, I'm leaving. And she's like, no, no, I want to stay. I want to stay for a little longer. But the fact that she goes over there and like, so because people for some reason, maybe because so much of the focus of Eva's season is her her and her friends, they've, there's, there's people who like, every time she leaves... Don't like it. Don't like it. So that's interesting. I mean, I I'm sure I would like seeing her go over there. Though I quite liked her not going as well. Yeah. So even though it paints like a uh, like I guess you can say a negative thing, but it's just it, you know what it is. I think it makes her feel very human or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I just thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing and the I reason mean, there's nothing wrong in my I guess yeah. going up to her. Uh, so it's like little things like that. Uh-huh. And the other thing that I think they do well, and the reason that I was kind of like excited to watch this because I was trying to decide which version to watch. Uh huh. Um. I, don't think I'm gonna watch Scam France probably because it was the first to come out and apparently it feels a little rushed at times. They're already in season two though. Wow. So I don't know. I, I told you I watched the pilot, right? Yeah. And I don't remember much about it except I was surprised at how much of basically shot for shot remake yeah, it is. So that's which I've now learned is their thing. And also the actors just all seem very like they clearly were not teenagers but were cast yeah, as teenagers. So, uh, so I don't know. know. Uh, but, so, one of the biggest things is what we were talking about in the previous episode is the William character, who here is named, and I'm gonna say it, basically I'm gonna say what you've been doing with Wilhelm, I'm gonna call him Eduardo, I know it's not pronounced that way, that's what the Nora character calls him, Eleonora, it's with an O, it's Eduardo, and then Eduardo. I cannot hear the difference, guys. I cannot hear the difference either. So I'm gonna say it wrong, but anyway. So it's like Eduardo versus yes, Eduardo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, they basically tried to soften him a little bit. Okay. He is not as bad as Wilhelm. Wilhelm. Or William. Yeah, Don William. He does sleep with her and not wear a condom. Apparently, this is going to be in every single version. But when, for example, when she does go to confront him, he, like, teases her and kind of makes fun and dismisses her. But he does not say those terrible lines that we were talking uh-huh. about. Like, he doesn't say... You're not good enough. You're not good enough. I, don't, I yeah. wasn't even thinking of you at yeah, all. Yeah, those, those words aren't spoken. So I think that's kind of interesting. I don't know where they're going with this, and I don't know if it fixes yeah, all the really issues. And then there's another moment, and this is the one that is, like, a completely new scene. And that's why I was like, oh my god, I have to watch this. Which is is uh, Eva's trying to get to school and the bus is late <laughs> and she leaves a voice message for Martino again uh, Isaac oh Isaac Isaac okay. now at this point she uh, Jonas knows about the kiss okay so being like because basically they're uh, it's around she's she's gonna be late for a test mm-hmm. so she's like oh my god tell the teacher that I'm on my way and then he drives by oh yeah William slash Eduardo uh-huh. Eduardo drives by in his car 
and it's like, hey, do you want to ride? Right, okay. And she doesn't want to say yes, but she knows that there's other ways, there's no way she's going to make it to school on time. So then it's like the two of them in the car. She's openly just studying for her test. <laughs> and he makes like polite chit chat. Hey, uh, what are you studying for? Blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And then he gets to the point where he's like, so what's your friend's name? Uh, and she's like, Eleonora. Like this is after uh-huh. she has, he has been slayed. Uh-huh. And what's her last name? Saba. And what's her phone number? And then she looks at him and she's like, if I don't give it to you, <laughs> Are you good? And he just has his phone out and then he just puts it down, doesn't say anything. Okay. So he does not uh, kick her out of the car. Yeah, I and, like that a lot. And then he's just like, that's okay, I'll just find it on Instagram. And everyone's <laughs> like, how is he gonna find her number on, on Instagram? Instagram? Like, what skills does this guy have? <laughs> and then he just like drops her off in school uh-huh. and she, he's like, okay, you go ahead, I'll go park. And she's like, okay, thank See, you. See, that seems better. Like, he's not a cartoonishly cliche, yeah. evil. And, and then it made me aware of something that I have always had a problem with, which is the fact that William and Nora's storyline is very contained. Uh, it's like yes. it's the two of them yes. over and over because he is like her shame or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, but he never interacts with any of the other girls, really. Not to, not to, yeah, yeah not to have to. Until almost the very end of the show when they're at that party and, and there's that awkward because they've come back from London yeah. and he's come back for her or whatever. And he's trying to like kind of hang out with him and it's very uncomfortable and those scenes are awkward and I kind of find them endearing because you can tell he's trying he's trying and but he I seems don't, more human but I don't know why he couldn't try in season 2 yeah uh, so I, I thought maybe if he did I would like him better yeah <laughs> so I thought that was very interesting and I'm wondering like people were like basically the reaction was overwhelmingly positive online and nice. I was like I like this new scene I like where they're going with this keep keep going with it yeah. I, they were like and people were like I love the chemistry between them not in a romantic sense at all uh-huh. Just like that. But just, yeah, yeah. they're people who exist in the same world we, together and are going to interact. And Nura being with him isn't going to alienate her completely from the rest of her friends. Yeah. Um, I like that a lot. I I think this is making me think of how, um, like, this description of Ed, Eduardo. Um, yeah. Scam does this really great thing of walking this great line about being both its own, like, both mocking itself and reveling in itself. Um, and I wonder if with William, at least for my taste, and I think a little bit also for your taste, they just went a little bit too far. Maybe. Into their cliche, and so he, he it's just hard to overlook the negativity. Though obviously it works for a lot of yeah. people, so. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, I will say I think overall everyone feels slightly nicer and maybe less sharper. Uh-huh. I don't know if that, if that makes sense. Then, like, even Sana, who, okay, so I do have to acknowledge some of the criticisms. Sana. Of Scum and Yeah, Ska, Sana, his name's Sana in this version too, so they can be racist and say things like Osana bin Laden. Uh, that's oh actually <laughs> one of the criticisms is how racist they can be. Which is very true to Italian people. Yeah, so, maybe that's a bigger pro- issue there. Than, um, though I it can't be more than anyway. I don't know. So, so there is maybe they're at least they're being more truthful about yeah, the racism so, in so their there, society. So there's more like even when the Jonas character Giovanni or Jo. Even when Jo uh, is kind of like learning, like asking her about her new friends, he's like, "Oh, and, and is uh, Osana bin Laden? Is she nice?" <laughs> oh my uh, God. Well, Vilda does make some pretty off-call. It, it, I think it's in this next episode that she says something about your Muslim gangster. Sure, yeah, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so there Vilda's is there is moment. some criticism over that, and there's also criticism over the casting of the Sana actress because mm. I don't know if you know Italians, but they're all very fucking white. So this is already again a very white show, and then they don't cast a, a person of color as the actress. I don't even oh. think she's Muslim. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Interesting. Uh, so that was. It seems like it was a 
of controversial casting, so I, I feel like I should acknowledge it because they could have done better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but when I'm talking about everyone being kind of softer and nicer, it's, first of all, I, f- I find the girl group gels much faster because everyone is a little less nicer. Yeah. <laughs> Even Sana, when she's crit- criticizing Vilda and whatever, it seems to come from a more, like, a nicer place. Like, uh-huh. she actually helps Sylvia get together with Eduardo huh. and, like, gives her, like, actual advice. And then at the end, they're like, why didn't you, why did you help her get, get with him? She was like, well, I thought he knew that he was a, a, a douche. Like, uh-huh. I, like, I thought she went in with her eyes wide open. Right, right, right. Uh, so it's kind of, it's an, in, it's a slightly different dynamic within the girls. They're still the girl squad. Mm-hmm. But everyone just kind of seems a little bit more willing to be nice from the start and, uh, Interesting. Which on the surface sounds like not a good thing, but you're saying it. Yeah, it kind it kind of still works. Although in this latest episode, when Sylvia reveals all the truth about Eva and uh, Giovanni to everyone, they also use the scene that I just told you about getting in the car as part of her motivation for why why it comes out, and I and that creates a much bigger uh, friction in the girl group where they're all team Eva, like stand up to your friends, uh-huh. whereas and and then Sylvia kind of like shuns everyone. So that's where we are right now, which I thought was really interesting. So yeah. they, so they are finding ways to like tweak it around and play with it even though it yeah, follows yeah. the same beats so yeah. I thought that was good uh Eva's parents are still together which I think in Italy because it's so Catholic that maybe is more common it's I more was, common yeah. I wonder what the divorce rate is in uh I yeah I could be generalizing or even if it's not more common um they felt like that character yeah that they were crafting would benefit from having parents yeah. so I they, think they get along yeah or? uh well they do for the most part that she, she still does have fights with her mother but it mm-hmm. feels like normal typical, teen t- stuff yeah normal teen stuff because in uh I mean they're together in Scam Austin but they're also clearly like a very yeah they're fight yeah they uh, we don't we don't get that it's, sense it's not a good marriage at this, yeah. at this particular moment in time um, um yeah which and works then, really well for the and then but here's character. here I will say one thing I think this is the most confident Eva out of all of them mm, but that's interesting but then her whole arc is yeah exactly I think her arc isn't quite there now that I'm sort of nearing the end of the season I feel like her arc doesn't feel as complete doesn't feel as, as well laid out because even when she and Joe have their breakup fight he doesn't bring out the I don't know who, who you are. are not to the same level which we're gonna talk about in a sec uh-huh. he's basically offended by her choice of cheating partner he's like Feather is like the worst <laughs> I would ch- okay and I, like I've, I've, <laughs> I don't know mu- as much about Italy as you do uh, I only spent like two or three weeks there on some vacation, but that seems so Italian. <laughs> oh, where where he's like, I'm sorry. Basically, he's Italy. he's like, what is your self worth that would you you would hook up with this guy? Interesting framing of it though. So at least that's how I read that scene. Again, I saw it like an hour ago, so I'm like, it's uh-huh. pretty fresh. But I also d- didn't have time to really like internalize it that much. Uh-huh. So I th- I don't know. I thought it was fascinating. It was like on the one hand, I feel like this is it, it was an interesting conversation because it's the most where they both lay out. Well, I did this because of this, and then I did this because of this, and I feel like maybe it's the most written. It feels the most written, if that makes sense. I feel like when Ella and Junas have that conversation, which we'll talk about in a second, it's not perfect because when you're having that conversation, the feelings are so intense. That yes. you can't be. Yes. Uh, whereas in here it feels more like, well, I'm stating my point and I'm stating my I point. See. But yeah, but then I it was over and I was like, I don't know, like her arc doesn't feel as strong. Uh, or as like, a, yeah, as directional or as like, um, what's the word, like aligned or condensed? I don't know exactly how to yeah. put it. Yeah, um, okay, my last thing uh, is to say that there's also more nudity. <laughs> putting that out there that's also so italian <laughs> uh and there was a question about whether or not when they do season three if they do season three uh they were they would go the they would show the gay scenes the same way again because catholic uh prudish italian right, culture right, right. 
Oh yeah, the whole Isak's mom thing is gonna be even more. Yeah, so we'll like yes, grounded, grounded hundred percent. So we'll see. The other thing that I do love is they've laid out really strongly the the, the friendship between Eva and the Isak character. Mm. Uh, Martina. They do have the cabin episode because they basically chose to start it at the same time, which is right before Easter. Man, so for Easter, so much is yeah, missing because of the, the cabin, cabin episode. episode. Yeah, so they actually have uh, Joel and Elias go off on some probably drug adventure. <laughs> Martina and Eva kind of stay in the cabin, just the two of them hanging out and cuddling. And so I, I, I don't know. They do their work of of really. If you did not know, it's really funny because the the th- the questions that he asks, you can read it. Oh, why is he asking these questions? Is he into her? Or you can read it like, why is he asking this question? It's like, why does he want to know if his friend is good and bad? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, hey. Okay, but do, what possible reason other than the obvious one yeah, I would know. any guy have of yeah, asking so, his girlfriend, yeah, I mean, his, his girl yeah. friend? So on the one hand, yes. But then the way that he kind of like looks at her, you could read it as, oh, maybe he's into her. So, oh, okay, so okay, okay, I see. Yeah. So, so the what he says and what he does are sending kind of two different messages. Interesting. But uh, I think it oh, sets really up that to, whole storyline. Interesting. So I don't know. I hope I hope you like it. I hope you give it a chance. Yeah, I definitely want to see this version. Um, oh yeah, and one last thing: the the party where Federico and Eva hook up is his 18th birthday party. I really liked it because it was like really fancy. There was a bunch of people, but there were also like his whole family. Oh, that's great. And that's yeah. like, yeah, that's Italian culture. That's Latin culture, too. Like, yeah, yeah, I had yeah. an 18th birthday party where everyone, all of my friends showed up. It was Hollywood-themed. I've mentioned it before. <laughs> all of my friends showed up dressed as Hollywood actresses. Uh-huh. Uh, but then I also had, like, my whole family was there. That's right. just the way it is. It's your 18th birthday. And yeah, it, it has to be. Yeah, yeah of course. So, so I thought that was another interesting uh, mention of uh, Italian culture. I have seen also people react positively to that in that they're like, we, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Also, like, everyone's like, you know Afede in your Italian high school. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, know, everyone, <laughs> everyone knows, knows Afede. Uh, yeah, that's... Um, interesting also, I guess now you mentioned it in the comparison of like maybe Italian and Latin cultures where parents and kids are very close. Yes, yeah. So and, I think they've, and that they've sense made... of like the parents not being there is more difficult. Like yes. it doesn't make sense yeah, to do exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. So, so I think that's where her mom has had to be, her parents, both of them have to be more of a presence. Yes, there you go. And the last thing was, remember how we were always asking, oh, what are they going to replace the bus with? Yes. They're just, they just don't. They're just like, oh, we're friends now and we're going to parties. That's, that's the whole thing. It's like, these are the people that you're going to go to parties with now it's all about trying to get to <laughs> there's no like no team there's or... no team they're just like no this is, your, this is your new friend group and we're just the the five of us are just gonna try to get into the cool parties that's it that's that is the funny. whole thing that's amazing to me that that works now i really really have to watch yeah. it and then because so, it's such a plot engine yeah i know it's just like no this these are just the people we're just now gonna we're try just hanging out yeah we're just hanging out and we're gonna try to get into the cool people parties and that's pretty much it okay so it's more about like achieving social status Yes, within exactly. the high school. Within the high school. And okay. Yeah, yeah, so it kind of works. And But then also then when uh, Joach and Martino kind of like tease her for it, again, it's not as mean because there, there's nothing specific for them to tease. Everyone goes <laughs> right. out to some level. Right, right, right. Uh, so I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, I'm going to watch the rest of the season. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Because <laughs> uh, I am intrigued. Again, it's not perfect. I, it's Original Scam will still be my favorite. That's, that's all I have to say about that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm just looking up season one, episode eight title. Oh, thank you. So I don't get caught flat again. <laughs> Alright, cool. Uh, um, yeah, I think that's all I have for that. Ooh, someone did mention the fact that... Um, <laughs> it's a very obvious title. 
that, so when they mentioned the fact that Eleonora has never said the word feminist. So interesting. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, and I think may- maybe that's why I'm reading her character as a little bit more judgy. Uh, I saw some criti- some people going back and forth saying, well, by taking out the bus, you're taking out a lot of the moments where she has to talk to her. Uh, yeah. In that sort of way. So, I yeah. don't know. But still, with Vilda and William, whatever, sorry, their equivalent characters are, that still feels like there'd be quite a bit of both. Definitely not something that I noticed. I do notice that, again, she's not my favorite for some reason, Eleonora, but I did, I went on Tumblr and I read a couple of things and I just saw that reaction and I wrote yeah, it down because really, really I thought it was really I interesting. I wonder if there's like a negative tinge to that concept. I'm fascinated, I could just do a whole podcast about this, but I'm fascinated how different cultures react to the concept of feminism. Oh, yeah. Which does not mean that other cultures, even when they dislike the word or the concept in the American exported version, don't have a version of it themselves. A, yeah, no, I but think... It, it's something about that word is such a flashpoint. I mean, even here, but... Um, yeah, no, I agree. My notebook says feminist on the cover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, and, and it is and it is a thing that I, I love talking about, the idea of feminism and uh, what it means, what it doesn't yeah. mean, like, what the connotations with it. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, the reclaiming of the term uh-huh. uh, and all of that. I don't know. Yeah, fascinating. Fascinating. Okay, so season one, episode eight of the, OG Skin. Which is titled... The whole school hates me, ah. which is so appropriate. Okay, so uh, at this point, uh, everyone knows that Eva and Penetrator Chris hooked up. Yes, I feel like everyone it knows is, everything. It is out there. Yeah. Everything is out. There are yes. no more secrets. Yeah. Or are they? <laughs> uh, well, there's one. There's, there's one. one. There's to one. Be, to be told in this season. So we open with just Eva calling Jonas. Obviously, he's not picking up. Yep, she she just wants to talk to him, and then Isak arrives, mm-hmm. um, and he is being a good friend. Yeah, and he's uh, comforting her. He gives a really sweet hug because she's very upset, and she's asking like, why isn't he calling me back? Why why is why won't he talk to me? And he says maybe he just needs some space. I loved the scene watching it second time around. There, there's this like seed planted where she says, "How can he believe a rumor?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, you can see him start to squirm. Yeah, because yeah. the answer is, Jonas believes it because when his best friend, who is also friends with Eva, says it, yeah. he, you know, he, he has reason to... Like, I can imagine that behind the scenes, well, but, Jonas heard the rumor, went to um, Isak and said, "How? what the hell is this? And Isak said, yeah, maybe she told me something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, that's never confirmed we, Yeah, that we don't happened. know what that conversation... It's actually but, one of the... Uh, sort of dangling storylines that never gets addressed. I was wondering, because I couldn't remember if by the end of the season they do... Because, okay, so then later, I mean, comes out that it wasn't Pen- Penetrator Chris who blabbed, it was Eben. Yeah. And then it's a question about how does Eben know? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so that is interesting. Uh, again. And, and you can see her, like, suspicion. Yes. And then he's... He, and then I like... I kind of like how he covers it a little bit, because he's like, well... You've been, he, you've been acting weird, so it kind of just confirmed what, uh-huh. like, yeah, he was like, um, yeah, that makes sense. But he, the actor does a really great job because he makes this face after he says it that she doesn't notice, but it's this, like, fuck, I'm so close to being caught, I need to squirm my way out of this face, which he doesn't often make, and it's so good. Yeah. I noticed a couple things about, yeah, how both of them look. Like, I like how not together she looks. She, like, doesn't this have any whole, makeup. Yeah. She's like, she just, yeah, she looks like this is a girl who's been crying. Her hair is, like, yeah. a mess. Yeah, this whole episode, she's just barely holding herself together. Yeah, and Isak, again, I wrote, look at that pretty face. Uh, he's just, like, there to be the comforting 
perfect friend, which he plays. Again, I don't want to say that he is not sincere in his feelings yes. for Eva, because I think he is. When he tells her over and over, like, I think it's like, it's going to be okay, or something like yeah. that. I don't doubt that he means that. I know, which I think the first time around I was blinded to a little bit because he just seemed so sociopathic. <laughs> but this time around I can see the nuance there. Yeah. And that he is... I, I When he hugs her, when he's holding her, he is absolutely genuine. Yes. And like... Feeling her pain and and and, and wanting and her wanting to comfort to, to her, her. Yeah. and like and like wanting to make it be better. Yes, uh, totally, totally. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that he's not snake sack and that there's not <laughs> more going on there. Uh, yeah, but what what I was saying is that I don't. Well, I guess we'll, we'll talk about it later on because it's not it. Not everything is revealed in this episode, uh, so it's fine. Yeah, uh, but basically, I just the the Jonas and Isak and how much who knew and when and who told who. It's never really addressed, uh, right? And it's and it is something that I have thought over because I don't want to say my favorite friendship, but maybe at times my favorite friendship is Isaac and Yunus, just because I feel like in television when you get male friendship where they get to sort of like show that they love each other, mm-hmm. it's played as kind of like a like a new girl type of joke where it's like oh they're you're a little in love with each other, uh, but like but not really because you're not gay. Right, uh, right, right, right. Yes, yes, very much. And so, like, it kind of got... Has Sorry, you meant New Girl the show. Yeah, New Girl, I know. No, no, I meant, like, they have to take it to, like, a com- comedic, comedic. Ex- extreme. Yes, because men in America are not allowed to be friends yeah. in media. This is a very real, And, and when thing. they are, when I've seen them, mm-hmm. it's in comedies. It's like, you get your scrubs, you get your, right. like, uh, How I Met Your Mother, you get your That's stuff true, like that. Yeah. Where it's kind of played for the humor of, look at this two men being sweet to each other and loving each other. Yeah. Uh, but we even have the term, like, bromance. Yes, exactly. Uh, whereas I feel like Isaac and Yunus feel like unauthentic, just two guys being friends. Yeah. With a, like, they've been friends since, like, kindergarten or something. Yeah. And, like, and they love each other. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and it's not played for a joke, and yeah. it's not played for the romantic undertone. And that's why I think they kind of have such a special place in yeah. my heart. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of a sweet scene where there's a lot going on, especially if you rewatch and know everything that is going on and the role <laughs> that Isak plays. <laughs> oh, my beautiful little snake. <laughs> um, uh, so the next scene is the Monday walk of shame to school for Eva, where she has her hoodie on. I mean, talk about looking not put together. She's, like, basically rolling in her sweatpants. Yep. and... and uh, Spoiler alert, everyone goes to their sad slow-mo at some point yes, in their season. Yes, it's, it's like, the camera following character slow-mo as they are walking through school. Oh yeah, the often wearing, Yeah, often wearing a sweatshirt or hood, hoodie yeah. or something. Um, I, I don't, we don't often point out the music in the show. Oh, I, I wrote it down Did too! Did you write it down too? Yes! It was so good, this whole episode. Yes, I actually looked up the Both music episodes. for these entire, this one, I looked the music for the entire, entire. episode because... I, I, I assume you recognize it was our girl, Imogen Heap, uh-huh. who we have just listened in the OC season finale yes. of season two. So I was like, I don't even have to look this up. I know what the song is. I recognize this voice. And it is perfect. Perfect. It's yes. so good. Um, I think it's better here than in the OC event. Oh. <laughs> uh, like, way. Um, uh, yeah, so she's just sadly looking at the boys. Yeah, so she sees... Jonas, Jonas standing with Isak and another guy. I think it's Elias. Elias basically never has. Oh, yeah, I, that's who that is. Yeah, yeah probably. I, he never speaks beyond the second episode. Uh-huh. I don't think. Well, he's. I 
liked the tall, dark, handsome man. I he's very handsome. I wish he were more of a character. Yeah, and, um, and then I and then this brings me into. I'm always trying to wonder when Magnus and Maddie became friends with the other boys. Oh right, but whatever. There's a little bit of a retcon there. I yeah. feel like with that, with that group. Yeah, it's well done because she's looking at them. Jonas has his back to her. The third guy, let's say it's Elias, says something to him. He he looks at Eva. He says something to Jonas, and, and Isak turns to look at her, her, and then they walk off, oh, and Jonas never, never looks, looks at her. Damn, that's cold. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Which gives me all kinds of feelings about Jonas because, like, well, you don't have a high horse to stand on here, my friend, because you have been a shit heel this whole yep. season. I yep. mean, up until this point. So, like, screw you. I get, I get very passionate. Um, no, I in get this it. Relationship. <laughs> no, I, I 100% get it. Uh, and then that's when the girl squad again comes out. We get another one uh-huh. of these very well done, like, boy squad leaves, girl squad, girl squad com- comes, comes in. in. And Vilda says that basically Eben has told everyone what's okay, so going on. This is the first of two things that get mentioned in this in this episode where uh-huh. I'm like, damn Norway. <laughs> um, she says, she tells this rumor that, uh, she, she tells them the bad news, which is that uh, Eva's been blacklisted, right? Yeah. That's this, that's this scene. Yeah. And then well, she, she says, says, well, first of all, everyone's calling you slutty. And second of all, you, they're talking about blacklisting, blacklisting you. you. And then she says... That the last time this happened last year, they cut off the girl's hair. So I, so this is a part where I don't know how much is real and how much is Vilda yes. making up stuff. I thought about that too. Uh, so that's why I'm like, on the one hand, hardcore. On the other hand, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, the other thing that is going to come up later that she talks about where I was like, damn, Norway, that's hardcore. Um, it's again unclear if it's just like Vilda uh, in her mind, which I love so much about her character. Then um, Ingrid comes. Yeah, Sarah and Ingrid walk by. She makes a comment. Oh, uh, she calls Eva slutty. Nora defends her, and Ingrid says, "Oh yeah, you, uh, you, you. Oh, that's so sweet of you setting up for your friends. Well, wait till she takes a dump on you, or yeah, on, yeah. on you, or your Basically, life, or something like that destroys effect. your life. Yes, which makes all the girls go what? So yeah, so then Ingrid what? and Sarah haven't made their point. Basically, leave, uh-huh. and everyone is thinking, what? What does but that mean Vilda exactly? is the one who says, wait, did you guys used to be friends? That's right. And, yeah. uh, well, actually, she says, yeah, they used to be friends. And then Eva says, a long time ago. <laughs> and then I start singing the Veronica Mars. I was just about to start singing. The Veronica Mars uh, theme song, a long time ago. Which is the second shout out to Veronica Mars. Be friends. Yeah. Well, it's always on my mind. It's just, uh-huh. just waiting for... <laughs> And Eva won't go into details. She's just kind of defensive, and yeah, and she says like she's just saying that's to stir up drama. She's like, like, it's that. ancient history. Like, let it be. Yeah, like, yeah. The, the next scene is oh, I love this so good. It's a scene with her mom. So it's mm-hmm. Eva coming home. She's texting with Isak. Before we get into just like I can't remember the about texting about what's going on with Jonas. It's like, is it, it was? It's actually kind of mean. It's like she's like, what is he saying? Uh, about me, and he's like, he's not talking about you. Oh, <laughs> or like, yeah, yeah. But anyway. Um, before we get into, like, the bulk of the scene, what the heck is Jonas's, uh, not Jonas, uh, Isak's, uh... Oh, icon? Icon. I don't know. I feel like I've known at some point, because... It's hilarious. It I, looks almost like a caricature of, like, one of the Three Stooges. Maybe. I, no I, don't, I don't know. I feel like at some point I knew, because I've read so much EVAC mm. fan fiction, where every single detail has been, it's like, explored in detail, but I don't... I really, yeah, I wanted to look it up. But anyway, so she comes home, and she's doing the... Te- and then she basically walks in, and her mom waiting for her in the living room, and mom is pissed. 
pissed. Yep. Uh, what are you doing here? Uh, well, you know what I'm doing here. I got a call from the school that you were that you were in a fight. And then I come home to find out that you also failed math. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this scene legit made me tear up. I love it so much that basically uh, I, the, mo- I, the mom is I legitimately... Knew, yeah, I knew that you were going to react well to this yeah, scene. The mom is legitimately angry. She has reason to be. And she's lecturing her daughter in the way the parents do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time... She, she says something like, I just want to talk to you. But I'm like, you're not talking to her. You're yelling no. at yeah. her. Which is exactly what Eva says. And which I also really love. Yeah, and then Eva also points out, you can't be gone, like, basically every week and then parent. Right, uh, you can't just, like, not be around and then come in and, and start decide, messing yeah, with my and, life. and decide to parent. That's not how this works. Yes, which I love so much. Um, like, because she's right. I, I, we've noted, like, she loves her mother, but her mother is a very absentee parent. It, it, I love that that tension got explored and in, the, in a very, very realistic dialogue, um, I thought. Yeah, oh, and then the other thing is that comes out is that she says something like, my whole life is falling apart, I'm doing badly in school, my friends hate me, or my whole school hates me. me. Um, Jonas wants to break up with me. And, and, the, mom, and the mom reacts. She says, Jonas? 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 <laughs> uh, yes. And like, she's like, but Jonas is. And she's like, Mom, I know. I know who Jonas is. I know who Jonas is. Yeah, and she just like slams the door to her Yeah, room. so this is another like, oh, okay. And I think at this point, you should have put the you, pieces you together. Figure it out, yeah. Um, it involves Jonas. It involves Ingrid. It involves Eva. <laughs> They used to be friends. What do you think, guys? <laughs> and Ingrid hates her and says she, whatever, pissed on her, her life, life or whatever. Um, gee, I wonder what that could mean. So at this point, if you haven't figured it out, you are not following the story <laughs> closely. I am sorry. You like, lived come high on. school under a rock. Yeah. Um, get it. <laughs> uh, okay, so the next scene... Um, uh, yeah, so the next scene, Nura and Eva are just, like, uh, hanging out. I think it's... Yeah, the courtyard again, and uh, Nora's trying to, like, kind of make small talk, cheer up a little bit, but Eva can only just watch Isaac and and Jonas from afar. Again, no acknowledgement of her. They're further away this time, but still. <laughs> yeah, and she's just, you know how much I love this actor, but she's so, she has this perfect look of um, not being depressed, uh, but being almost, like, dead inside, which I know mm-hmm. sounds very dramatic, but... Um, there's a level of depression that it's not sadness, it's, mm-hmm. like, nothingness, and yeah, this yeah. girl freaking yeah. nails that feeling. So, um, yeah, so Nora's kind of reading the, like, my my friend is empty and sad right now. Yes, and she's so saying, she, like, so you should talk to him, you have the right to defend yourself. Yep. Uh, which I'm so glad somebody points out. <laughs> yes, which is great. I, I, I really love that moment where she's like, even, even if most of the world basically has decided that you are the that he is the wronged party uh-huh. that doesn't mean that he gets to make all the decisions right like you still have a voice in this yeah totally. then uh nora decides that she has to cheer up her friend yes. i love this moment and i love this moment because we're gonna have some nora singing and i think that every season should have nora singing and that season three the one thing it needs to have been perfect is to have <laughs> nora, nora singing. singing at some point so nora's like oh i'm gonna cheer you up and i'm gonna basically we're gonna listen to my guilty pleasure song so she puts on she they've shared headphones which is such a thing I did in high school uh-huh, totally. um and she puts on Justin Bieber <laughs> I 
love, first of all, the fact she listens to Justin Bieber is so great, but that in a little bit later in the scene when William joins it, that she's embarrassed, embarrassed about it. <laughs> That's my one of my favorite. It makes her so much more human. Yes. Because uh, she's like, with my friend, and even, even before she serves it with Evo, you're like, you can't bring it up again. Uh-huh. You can't hold it against me. Yeah. I'm sharing this right, private Just view. with you. Yes, with you. And then, and she, then when she gets caught singing it, she's yeah. like, well, I don't normally listen to it. <laughs> And then, and then, and then, in a very Nura fashion, again, uh, she then stops herself and is like, "Well, I don't actually care what you think." Yes. Well, uh, <laughs> yes. it's so good. Yeah, and this is where it's set up, uh, where the okay, so so his name is William. Yes, she calls him William, yes. knowing that his name is William. And apparently, Liska has spent the last year thinking um, that his name is Wilhelm. <laughs> no, it's William. Maybe I just assumed Teutonic, therefore it must be Wilhelm. But and it's pretty great. Yeah, and it's basically a lesson, uh, something she learned from Suits. And are they talking about the show? The show, the show, like with, the American show Suits. Yeah, right? with, with Meghan Markle. Yeah, where? <laughs> oh yeah, of course, duh, the yes. new princess of the whatever. new princess. Yeah, I was gonna say. So this is my chance to make the one reference to the wedding that I know Liska doesn't want to talk about, but <laughs> Abigail Spencer looked like she was Lucy Preston. The end. That's all I needed to say. She looked like she was cosplaying as her character in Timeless. Uh, that's amazing. I haven't, I didn't know she was there. Oh uh, yeah, she, so she, Abigail Spencer used to be on Suits. She was only in 14 episodes, but oh. it seems like she and Meghan Markle we're became, good friends. we're yeah. very good friends, because she was actually, the rest of the cast is in the part where they can't actually see the wedding. Uh-huh. Uh, Abigail Spencer was like sitting next to Serena Williams in the inner inner part. Wow. She could, like she was there. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, this bitches must be close friends. Yeah, that's uh, funny. And her dress legit almost looked like the dress from the season finale. Ah, uh, I'm gonna have to look it up now. Like there was. So I was like, I know she doesn't care about the wedding, but it's the one thing I have to say. <laughs> uh, no, I was always that, hear about Abigail Spencer. Was like Abigail Spencer her. was there, and that she looked great. And oh. apparently went through the timeless wardrobe department. To yeah, to, to, yep. Uh, and Which then obviously, props to her if she did because they have an amazing wardrobe department. And then obviously the the timeless writers uh, had have, have had their fun on Twitter saying like we sent her we, we planted Lucy. Lucy yeah. <laughs> I haven't noticed that. I'm gonna have to look it up now. Um, yeah. Okay. So having said that, yes. It's really funny because it's like two two times in a row where they humanize Nora just by pointing out things that she enjoys that it might be slightly embarrassing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So Justin Bieber and I'm USA serious. Network's Suits, <laughs> which it's great for its genre and for what it is, but it's not like saying you like Breaking Bad, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the nice thing about this is that Eva is cheered up by the end of the conversation, mostly because her friend just admitted to liking Justin Bieber, Bieber. and Suits. And um, I have to admit, there's one moment here with Vil- with William that uh, I quite like. <laughs> is it the thing, the parking ticket? Is yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have it here too. I was I was gonna say uh, two things. I was like, I can't help do enjoying a little bit of this moment. Uh-huh. I do enjoy that she like calls him by a different name. Uh huh. Totally. Uh, and then I enjoy the fact that he walks up to his juicy car and then picks up the, the ticket, ticket and just, just like gets in like it's nothing. And it's so I wrote down, LOL. What is it about this show? It shouldn't work, but it does. <laughs> yeah. Because I think if I were describing it to someone, they would just, like, so it's a show with a lot of cliches. And, and, like, uh... and I'm like, yes, but, 
yes, but it's so good and so works so well. I just wrote trouble in all caps in terms of William and Nora. Like oh, yeah. this, this is I feel like if you didn't know it in the previous episode, I yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. This is when you know. Uh, and again, touching on those topics that we were talking about earlier of consent and like when is somebody because he's basically just like very pushy. Yeah. And when does it cross the line into stalker creepy? Which yeah. I feel like William does in season two, but we can talk about that when we get there. Yeah, but it basically I think it's this is a moment where he makes his interest in her clear. She's not gonna take it seriously yet, but yes. like it's well, an interest in sort of like you don't know interest to do what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to what extent because everything we know about William so far Yeah, it just seems like is, the ultimate conquest yeah. rather than any kind of real feelings for her. But the it, show wants us to believe otherwise, so I'm going to choose to uh, go with that yeah to try to try and yes buy into the premise of what their show yes. is trying to say. Sure. Yes, why not? Yeah, we're gonna try. Where we want to. We what's want the, to. What's the phrase from the X Files? Um, oh, I want to believe. No, no, no. Uh, yes, actually, that one. That one fits very okay. well. So let's go with that one. Okay. And now I want to know what the other one was. I think it was but... just something I heard for the first time from Chris Carter, but it was something like. Never mind. Well, if you if it comes back to you, just yeah, I'll, I'll ring it back. it out in the middle of. Uh, uh, and session. then at the I think at the end of that scene, they get a text message from Bill Dick calling for an extraordinary bus meeting, and they sort of make fun of <laughs> make fun of all the ordinary <laughs> bus meetings <laughs> they've had thus far. <laughs> Basically, the scene is they're waiting around for the meeting. They're trying to guess what the topic's going to be. Eva is this Wait, like we get a toilet paper update. Oh yes. always important. Uh, yes, well, I can't remember what they said. Oh, uh, it, basically, but. it's like oh, so like I think it's like oh, they've been delivered. Oh, did Billy get her money or some, something like that? Got it. Yeah, they're just like telling us it's been resolved. Uh, yeah. Side note: In Scam Austin, I really miss any equivalent of toilet paper because I noticed in the last episode I saw that. So basically, uh, Kelsey just decides to let Soya back in the group, and I really love how yeah, in the I, original it's Sana always getting her way back in the group. Yeah, like, I kind of when you pointed out because I don't think I had read it that way before. Uh -huh. I was like, oh, you're right. That is part of how Sana keeps kind of like buying her way into Gilda's <laughs> yeah. good graces. Yeah, so it is kind of interesting. I did miss it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's kind of like. But it's not pointed out as much in Scamas and just that she doesn't want to be by herself. So if yeah. the rest of the group kind of like overpower or whatever. And But I think it is, I, I wonder if they will do anything with uh, Joe, girl Joe, Josefina, uh -huh. and um, Soya seemingly being so close. Um, yeah, I mean, and, you said she's in there her Instagram a lot, right? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the time. So it seems like they're sort of at least... All yeah, in, in the meta world, yeah, um, taking it seriously. So uh, yeah. Anyway, that sorry, that was kind of like off topic. But um, back in the scene, so yeah, they're talking about the toilet paper and trying to guess what the topic of this extraordinary meeting is going to be when a pink tornado <laughs> arrives in the shape of uh, Vilda. What is this? this is oh, Joe's Instagram. Oh damn! Yeah, get it, girl. And then <laughs> her sneakers are yeah. amazing. And then even so, here like like there they are. Aww. Uh, and it's just like so. It's, I love this picture of Joe. <laughs> it's so like oh, it's a, a video. It's, it's yeah. a little video where she talks about Selena. I've, I really just like it's the only content that I'm really keeping up with because I really <laughs> I love Josefina Valencia's Instagram. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, sorry. In that scene, yes, um, yeah. So Pink Tornado arrives in the form of Vilda, a hundred percent. And basically, she's a terrible update. But she's very concerned. Basically, updates them that they've all been black blacklisted. Um, from the buses because of Ava. Like, as long as Ava's on the bus, they've been blacklisted. Yeah, so basically, Vela thinks it's, un it's unfair that the rest of them get blacklisted just because she's slutty 
Yeah, oh yeah, this is the other thing that's like, damn Norway. No. Um, she mentions the cutting off the hair again. Yeah. yeah. And then she says, no, this happened last year, or I don't know when, um, and they cut the braids. <laughs> Which again, this is another time where like, where is she getting their hair info? Is she just making it up? It, it cannot, cannot be true. It yeah. cannot be true because then when we get that moment where Eva tries to make it all better, the like older girls, spoiler alert, this happens later are like we don't fucking care about your first year yes. of drama yeah yeah so yeah. i don't know it, it's so vilda to both blow this out of proportion and then to like be hearing all kinds of rumors and then also blowing them yeah up. so i'm like i just um, i want to know what her sources are i wish we got the vilda season just to say what her little her little her little birds as yes, we say her little birds uh, uh i am shaking my fists in rage where is she, where is she getting her info guys uh-huh. basically she's saying like it's not fair that we all suffer uh um, just because of one person's actions those scene everyone's starts to kind of get on on Vilda uh, yeah, to be it, like... Yeah, it is definitely Vilda at her best slash worst. Worst, yes. Uh, most fun to watch, but Yeah, and Nora's worst. like, basically calls her out for using the word slutty. Yeah, she's you know, she call, basically calls her out on the feminist things, as like, uh, Nora does, says something like, you call yourself a feminist, but feminists don't call each other sluts, and then uh, a really good back and forth Yes, there. it is, because Vilda, it's not like Vilda's dumb, even though she sometimes wants you to think that she is. Correct. And she's like, I think Chris is slutty too right it's not my fault that the rest of the world doesn't see it that way yes uh, and, um, then, and then Nora says well they don't see it that way because Chris's friends don't go around calling him, him a, a slut. slut so it's basically like be the change you want to see in the world yeah. uh, let's see what else has, so many good things in the scene I like yeah it's to... it's all the dynamics are great and basically this is the big moment where Vilde oh, yeah I was gonna say I also really love when Vilda says um, stop yelling at me I'm not done and yes um, because, because it's so authentic like, and it's true they do kind of jump on her throat even though she arguably deserves it but at the same time I, I just it felt very high school and real and good and yeah perfect. so this is after she says that this is the moment where Vilda finally gets to reveal what I hope at this point you've all figured out <laughs> uh, which is what happened between Eva and Ingrid, Ingrid and, and Jonas, Jonas yeah. which short version Jonas and Ingrid, Ingrid were, together. were together and then uh, Eva was her best friend Ingrid started to feel like something was going on with Jonas something was going on Jonas and Eva were, were hooking up so I guess behind her back yeah, behind her back and obviously when the truth came out then uh Jonas and uh Ingrid broke up Ingrid doesn't want anything to do with yeah Eva, Eva. and Eva and Jonas are now together yes so in one sentence as they say in the episode Eva stole Jonas from, from Ingrid, Ingrid, which then Nora again calls her out and saying you can't steal, steal people. <laughs> oh, also another beautiful Vildaism when she's describing Ingrid and Jonas, she says something like, "They were, uh, they were like this uh, cute, super, super cute, cute couple. couple. Everyone loved them. Their parents bothered to get married. I know. No, <laughs> that see that's when it was like Vilda's full of shit." <laughs> Or not such bullshit. She's very consistent in her worldview, and yes. when she receives information, then she's she like, processes it in her worldview and then puts I it back yep, out there yep. in that form. A hundred percent. So, and I and I love her worldview. I don't know if I, how much I would love being her friend. Friend, yeah. But I love it in retrospect. She is a lot. She's yes. a lot. Yes. Um, but I think I I know so many Vildas. So. I know. <laughs> she's so good. So she's spinning it as it's this is Ava's own fault. Yeah. Uh, or like yeah. She, she has she has a history of this breaking so up relationships, relationships or whatever and Eva is essentially throughout this entire scene is just 
quiet. Quiet. The I whole, don't think she says the whole, she, whole Well, she, the no, whole she, time. basically, the girls then try to defend her and be like, why are you going to believe Ingrid over our friend? And Eva basically only says, like, no, it's all true. Uh, that's that's her one moment. Oh, she does admit it in the scene. No, she doesn't admit okay, it. Okay, okay. I guess I No, she, she admits it in the scene. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she admits it in the um, scene. I've also seen three versions of this. So <laughs> no, no, sorry, two versions of this. You may be conflating that. Uh, but um, no, I'm pretty sure she, she says. No, I'm sure you're right. I just uh, was writing and I think I might have missed it. Um, and Sana's immediate reaction is like, we'll strike back. First of all, Nora just gets up and leaves. She's like, That's I'm, right. I'm not here for this. Yes. Like, and then Sana essentially says like, yeah, we'll just strike back. And which prompts Vilda one of her most... Uh, one of her first of the many. Because <laughs> well, she's, she's, she's um, walked on the fine line of racism, Islamophobia, yeah, yeah. xenophobia, but in this, she fully steps over that yeah, line. Mm-hmm. She says, well, maybe in your gangster Muslim mm-hmm. world, this is okay, but not in mine. You're, 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 you're the crazy person who threw water. Yeah, at... she calls Sana psycho. And Sana basically tells her, well, in my gangster Muslim world, you stand up for your friends no matter what, and guess what? What, bitch? I threw that water because she was calling you, you a slut. slut. Yeah, which is a lovely, lovely... I mean, it's Vilda at her worst, uh-huh. but it's a lovely testament to how strongly Sana formed an attachment to everyone, to in, everyone. That, in that group. Yeah, totally. Like, because, again, at that point, they could not stand to be to even basically look at each other. <laughs> yes. And, uh, but it's also very consistent with Sana's worldview, yeah. where she is like, once we are together, we are together, yeah. and I, even if I maybe have some issues with you and you with me, I will have your back no matter yeah, what. Yeah, you are my people's now. Yeah, exactly. You are my people's now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Why would you go for your people? Wait, wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> so she walks out, Sana does, on this like very like triumphant And then Vilda looks at Chris and says, you could have stood, stood up, up for me. me, and then she walks out. Yes, which again, Chris looks very... That's, it's such their best friendship is so fascinating to me but Uh it's always it's always gonna be background yeah Uh, yeah it'd be so nice to get more of it and i both i loved vilda's reaction in the sense that it's so true to humans that in that moment she realizes i think that she was wrong and is wrong but she can't fully process that she just sort of like throws it back on chris which is Mm -hmm. very real and good dialogue and good writing and then chris also just being like uh yeah it's it kind of jumps with this awkward silence where Chris has no idea what to do. Yeah, it just basically yeah stays with Eva and, and Chris. And the and the and then basically the girl squad has imploded, and it's very visually fractured too. Uh huh. Because now I'm thinking of the scam Italia scene that I just saw, and it kind of feels like it's all the girls versus uh the Vilda character. Uh, whereas in here, it just kind of feels like yes, Vilda is one who imploded everything, but it's just like every, everyone every everyone feels like they're on their own. Right. If that yes. makes sense. Yeah, 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 um, totally. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with the staging and the people leaving at different times. Yeah, so it's very, very, really well very, done, very yeah. well done. And Ava, again, has that... Do you know, I think a lesser actress in in this kind of moment, having to perform this kind of... These kind of emotions would come off as either pathetic or mopey, mm-hmm. or you, you know, somebody who you would just say to, like, come on, like, cheer up, like, get over it. And with her, I never once feel that or think that. She, yeah, just really nails it. Right. Um, um, so now we basically get the final scene in this episode. I noticed one tiny random thing. So I remember uh, in the transition scene, uh, it just like sort of random shots of Norway, <laughs> and I swear I think I saw the red bus, the red van that they eventually oh. show up in. Maybe it's another random red van. No, that's interesting. Maybe though. it's just like a production vehicle, so they stuck it in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I so yeah, it. so we get the final scene of the scene of the episode, which is really good. Again, it's Friday. 
it's Friday again. Friday! Uh, and this, I, this is another one where I wrote the name of the song, but then I didn't write the name of the artist. But it's, uh, it's called Lover, Where Do You Live? Uh, and it's just oh. a beautiful, beautiful song. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I added it. On. I actually just added it to, like, my playlist. So I'm like, <laughs> I kind of want to listen uh, to uh-huh. this all the time now. Yeah, okay. I have to look up the song. So both this and the last episode. Well, uh, good. there's, if you just write, uh, scam music, there's, like, websites oh, that just that have playlists. Them. And yeah, they, they just list them for every episode. And they even tell you where, what, what is happening in the scene. So I can, yeah. Yeah, so, I like, know. I remember I, I wrote Nora one. slays him with William because that's how they described the song. I thought it was great. Um, um, yeah, so Eva's looking for Jonas at his apartment and then finally finds him at the skate park again. He's skating his feelings out. Yeah. <laughs> As boys do. Yeah. Um, it's either that or video games. Yeah. So, you know. Which is he, more visually... people. I mean, vis- you know, uh, virtual people. Or... Yeah. Who's, who, but which one is more visually engaging? Is... Definitely <laughs> skateboarding. Um, I kind of just want to point out, and this is maybe what you referenced earlier, I'm not sure, but the literal chasm yeah. between them, which is yeah. so well done. Such good use of a location it is. to yeah. uh, express the emotions of the, of the moment. It's very, very well done. Um, I wrote, why am I so sad right now? Uh, oh, even be- Even before they talk, I was just like, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, it's, ugh. Yeah, you can talk, be- You can just read the sadness out of both of them. It's yeah. just like, Yeah, ugh. yeah. Okay, so Jonas basically goes up to her and he's like, okay, I'm ready to listen. Yeah, he said, yeah, he says something to that effect. Um, and this is... Um, a dialogue that I think you mentioned in, in comparison to the Scam Italia, mm-hmm. um, how that one feels scripted, and this one is so the opposite of that. Yeah, that's why. One, that's why I love this one yeah. so much. And there's even a moment. So she's basically saying, "I only kissed him, be- or only hooked up with him because." Uh, I thought you were hooking up with Ingrid, and his response is like, that's why you hooked up? Like, that's not a reason. And then he says, it's not about the infidelity or the lies, it's that I don't know who you are. Yeah, yeah, so there's, there's a bunch, they, they dance around the issue a lot, like, basically it's like, don't blame me, he says, and she's like, I'm not, so Mm -hmm. it's like back and forth about justifying each other's actions. Yes. They're both making good points, but they both, they both screwed up. They're both right, and they're both wrong, and it's just great. Yeah, and it's very well done, but the point of the scene, really, in terms of her arc and who she is, and I think he's a little harsh about it. A little bit. But, Significantly. Yeah, but yeah. Yes, we can talk about that. But he's right. He's like, I just don't understand who you are anymore. Like, you don't have your own opinion, is what he says. Yeah. Which he I said, don't think he's completely right I don't about. think he's right. I think it's just, he's taking a couple of things that happened, but he, and he's interpreting them a certain way, which I understand why he is. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's completely... He's right in the sense, I mean, that the theme of this season and for Eva's character is finding herself. Yes. Finding what she loves, being more confident in herself um, by building a base of friends and by allowing herself to experience certain things, which when she's locked into a relationship is difficult to do. Um, yeah. But, so uh, I think he's right in that sense, but he's very much, obviously... He's making it so literal, and I don't think that's true. Yeah, I don't think that's true either. Um, because she doesn't really seem from what we've seen, to be one of those people who does lose herself and, like, loses her personality. Not at all. Depending on who she's, she's hanging out she, with. She is soft, and I mean that in the best sense of the word, in that she, you know, you mentioned in another, in an earlier episode, you called her maternal. Yeah. When she's talking to, uh, Vilda about the birth control. And I think that's what it is. She is someone who kind of blends well with a lot of different types of groups. Yeah. The two examples he cites, he uh, says... I, 
I am someone who can do that. Yeah, I, for, I think for, I can too. Yeah, for the like, I it was one of the things I did in high school. I I had my group of friends, but then there were other other group of friends that I was pretty close with and totally. I could hang out with at all time. And it was like kind of different aspects of my life, different personalities, and and T- totally. And I that liked doesn't mean that. I was changing who I was exactly. But for a long time, I carried around. Maybe I still do, but mostly not. I think I'm old enough to have gotten over this. This fear that I don't really have an opinion or I don't have a... Um, I mean, people who know me know I have opinions, yeah, so I, I don't like, think anyone would think uh, that. But like, I, I, it's like I don't have a worldview. Yeah. Okay, because I was like, I have strong opinions. I have strong opinions about things I probably shouldn't have strong opinions about. Same. Like my friend Jimmy, to this day, is afraid of bringing up uh, who's the douchey uh, swimmer. Oh, well, I know what you're talking about. The grill, right? The yeah. Guy was the yeah. Lochte, Ryan Lochte? Yeah, Ryan Lochte, because I went off of him one time, <laughs> and he's like, I'm never bringing up Ryan Lochte around you ever again. He's like, you scared me. You have so, a lot of strong feelings about this river. Don't, don't lie to Brazilian authorities, okay? <laughs> it's douchey. Yeah. Feeds into the perception of the country anyway. Yes. So don't do it. Anyway. Uh, especially not when you're their guest for the Olympics. Ugh. Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> I I definitely have like strong opinions. People who know me know that. But I did I did carry around this fear of like, am I too? Is my worldview too shiftable based on who I'm with? Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm with someone who's very harsh, I somehow become more harsh. When I'm with someone who's like more like meh, I become more meh about things. And I don't know. I mean, maybe I am. Maybe that is a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing. But his criticism of her resonated very much in a yeah. in a in a hurtful way because of that. Yeah, that's why I was like, man, he's fucking harsh. But I'm I mean, also well, I also understand he's coming from a place of being heartbroken too. Yes, yeah, totally. I mean, <laughs> I'm not judging him for. I mean, I did the first time I watched it when I was like, fuck you, Jonas. <laughs> You little lying yeah. creep, gaslighting creep. Yes, because he has been pretty terrible to her. Yeah. For the last, uh, how many episodes? Eight, Eight. episodes. Uh, second time around, I'm a little bit more temperate about it. But um, the two examples he cites is when you were with, when I was with Ingrid, you wanted to only to be with me. Mm-hmm. And now that you have these new friends, you only want to be with, does he say you with them or with the people they like? The third years. You yeah, only with the third, third years, years. Who they like. Yeah. And so he's sort of conflating her having her own opinions with, like, you only want the things that other people have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, which like, is which related, is why, but also harsher. Yeah, which is why I was like, eh, I don't know, dude. Yeah, like, but, he, she, and it, like, calls it a whole relationship. Like, he's basically saying, you only wanted me because I was with someone else. Yeah. And I think that's way out of line. And, and, I, and I don't think that's how we've ever been told their relationship is. Exactly. Uh, it's never been presented that way. There is, this, there's always been this kind of, like, secret, weirdness, whatever thing, underlying thing about it, right. tension thing, but, right. yeah, I, it, it never, it never felt that way. Yeah, no, she And her, even to... her attraction to, to Penetrator Chris never felt like that either. Yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, he's not with anyone else when she first starts, when he flirts with her, well, I mean, I mean, he, he might be, He doesn't, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. Yeah. That's my point, she's not, like, going after him because he's unavailable. You know she, and, I mean? yeah, and, and she's also, I think if that was what she was after, she, she would have gone after William. That's true. Uh, <laughs> because he's got lots. <laughs> of girls waiting in the yeah wings. he's he's the most unavailable of them all yeah um oh William uh so yeah so it's again it's a fascinating conversation and it very much lays out what the theme of this season yeah. is supposed to and be. kind of propels her towards her next sort of realization yeah. of about herself yeah um, uh, because her her preoccupation for this last eight episodes has has been first I need to find friends done okay cool it might have just imploded but we'll uh-huh. see and the second was it was just this constant 
anxiety about her relationship. Mm-hmm. So now, okay, that's gone. Yeah, so, so now who are you? Who are you? Yeah. I loved this moment, speaking of naturalness and it not feeling scripted, I loved this moment when he's saying, it's not the cheating. She's already said, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then he says, I don't know who you are anymore. And she says, I'm sorry again. And it's so, I like, I wonder if it was ad-lib, because it feels so, like, just how the yeah. only thing yeah, you the have only to thing say you can say is, moment. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, yeah. Like, there are no words to yeah. actually justify yeah. my actions. Uh, yeah, totally. and, and the way that, that I've made you feel. Yeah. Um, like, she knows she's in the wrong, she can't fully process it. She also knows what he's saying is unfair. Yes, and I think what people sort of love about Julie, and that I think that's why people find season four problematic at times, is that we are still on Eva's side, even mm-hmm. even as we acknowledge she did something shitty or she's done two shitty things. So a part of us is still protective and a part of us is still thinking, Jonas, you're being unfair. Right. But that's going to come back. He's essentially at some point going to be like, okay, I was being unfair. I was be- yeah, he uh, literally says that. That's probably why yeah. I forgave him and yeah. watch it with a Yeah, so head. like that is, that is coming. And, mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll talk about that scene when it comes because yeah. it's, it's also a great scene a great moment and um, it's probably the next episode I, think. And it, I don't know we have three episodes left oh right not two yes. and it's redeeming i think for his character uh, right so so yes so yes uh he's harsh we want to protect eva uh-huh but he's not completely wrong and he's going to acknowledge his role in this which is what he hasn't quite done here yes because the way that she says it like well i wouldn't have done it if it wasn't for you yes yeah, not does. entirely fair either yeah and it's um defensive clearly and yeah. it's uh, it's it's true that he, he said, was acting shady, shady, but then he also says, "Just because I che- just because you thought I was cheating doesn't mean you have to cheat." Yeah, like, the re- her reaction to it was like not the most mature, yeah, which yeah. is fine. She's, yeah. You know. So anyway, so basically their relationship a pause in friends speak. I would say he's saying, uh, "Let's take a break. Let's take a break." <laughs> They're not officially broken up. I would right. say um, that's true. I guess they never do officially say it. No, not at this point. And but he's essentially like, "I don't think I can be with you right now." And figure out who you are, and then talk to me. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's literally how he leaves it at. Yes, that's, that's how he leaves it at. Yeah. yeah. I, I was now I was trying to think. I wish I had written down the other differences with Scamitalia because that's also the way that he phrases it is slightly different. Huh. I can't remember why right now. Interesting. Because okay, guys, between I rewatched these two episodes today and I was also watching Scamitalia, so like my brain is like can't doesn't know what <laughs> language to think in and can't tell sometimes what happened in each thing. It's it's a very scam world you, like, like I feel like deja vu like oh my god it's so weird it's such a weird I don't know how people are watching scam France uh Germany um oh, I Italia Germany. yeah Drick Drick something like that uh-huh. um scam Austin and then some of them rewatching the original like I don't know how your brain can process it <laughs> well you've done a great job in keeping their names straight I think I, I've made more yeah I have tried for sure um, anyway. Uh, yeah, so I think that's what we have. Anything else that we want to say about Scam? Uh, no. Would you say this is the all is lost moment of the season? There's three uh, yes. more episodes, but I can't remember how they end. Yes, yeah, this is the, yeah. this is the all is lost. Essentially, because I think the next three episodes is pretty, what would be the climax of the season? I guess it's probably the Jonas, um, yeah, Jonas Ava conversation, like the final one. Which is yeah, like, I yeah, who yeah. I am. So I think this is, yeah, I think this is the low point. Yeah, yeah the yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, 
uh, another score for Julie and um, and her amazing structuring. Yeah, structuring of, <laughs> of this, this whole arc. It really works. Yeah, uh, every episode and, and the whole season. Yep. Well done. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I think that's all we have to say. Yeah. So you're going to Italy for three weeks? For three weeks, yeah. We will release pieces of these episodes in the appropriate <laughs> time and when I say we I mean I you have to teach me how to do that okay cool cool uh, that would be amazing yeah and uh all right so thank you for listening uh we are now finally on iTunes you can find us on iTunes you can find us on uh Stitcher Stitcher and well, Casts the one I use I think it's called Casts I found us on Casts yeah and it's and- kind of surreal to see our names on a podcast but do you have you done this have you downloaded it yourself I did it for for, uh, for the for the iTunes one, but it still says unknown. Um, I don't know how to change the artist. Uh, yeah, no, it has our name. Wait, I saw it somewhere. <laughs> it has it at some point. A TV podcast in which we discuss the Norwegian teen show and Internet Sensation Scam. Each episode takes a look at one or two installments of each season, hosted by. Gabriela yeah. Acevedo and Liska Osage. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, so yeah, you can find us basically anywhere where podca- podcasts are available at this point. Uh, I'll Actually, I think I was going to put it on YouTube on my channel. Because you oh, can put yeah. them on YouTube. Oh, yeah, And uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, so we'll be back uh, with uh, maybe the end of the season. I don't know. I don't. I think like three episodes is too much. Probably two and one. Mm, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, bye. Bye. <laughs>